This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great, buddy. It is beautiful here in central Mississippi. Man, it, it, you know, it's finally starting to get what appears to be something like springtime. And so, uh, hey. yeah, it's been nice, man. How was uh, how was your Easter? Man, it was very good. Very good. We had the in-laws come into town. Just I thought you said it was good. Service. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> We're live via Facebook. They could be tuning in now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll, I'll know more about the Facebook thing here in just a couple minutes. But uh, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. The uh, We had a, a great Easter. Easter egg hunt in the uh, the front yard for the girls, although the the plethora of Easter eggs was quickly undercut by the fact that they were all filled with the same thing, which was jelly beans. And so <laughs> there was kind of like another jelly bean, another jelly bean, another jelly bean. So we kind of went for like, you know, quantity over quality, which I feel like for an Easter egg hunt is what you want. But uh, there, there were... Well. Varying opinions on on the subject. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're a little kid, you kind of get tired of the same stuff. Especially, you probably put the little nasty jelly beans in there, like the butter popcorn and the the ones that taste like <laughs> the ones that taste like toothpaste and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and on top of that, man, we got the resellable bags. So when the kids weren't looking, we put the candy back in the bag. Look, we we, we just moved. We got to cut costs every chance we can get out here. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that that's fantastic. You know it. it as someone that uh, is is about to be new to parenthood and um and and also is wondering how the heck are we going to pay for this? Uh, I'm gonna put that in my bag of tricks. That's great, dude. Do it. That's the way to do it. And listen, uh, ca- Halloween candy. They get the candy that night, and then we get it, and then we just give it to them one piece a day for like the rest of the yeah. year. No, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. What what do they say? All candy corn was made in like 1911. It just gets recycled yeah. every year, you know. And oh, I, that's I, right. I, I don't know. I think there's something to that. That's probably wise. <laughs> How was your Easter, man? <laughs> it was good, man. It, it was it was so good. I, um, uh, you know, it just it got to rest really more than anything. Uh, uh, the wifey and I we went to worship and um, after after church had a good uh, lunch with some friends that happened to join us at church and then after that took a marathon five and a half hour nap and it was fantastic. Ooh. It was uh it was so good. So man, just um full uh full spirit full heart it was uh it was it was so good to just kind of rest and and get back after it's just been so busy you know lots of out of town stuff getting geared up to go to uh chicago for the pipe show which we'll talk about shortly but um man you know you get exhausted so there uh, comes a point where you're like man i'm uh just need a uh, just need to check out a little bit so it was good yeah i hear that man well hey you know we referenced it a bit earlier here but uh, right now we actually are broadcasting live via facebook this is the I believe first time we've ever done this. We attempted yeah, it a while never, back. Never done this. I, yeah, n- never completely. I mean, like we we I, maybe we didn't even attempt it. It might have been just me trying to work the technology out like a couple of years ago, and uh, the definitive feedback that we got was like, okay, cool, but we want you on YouTube. Like we don't want Facebook. <laughs> we want we want YouTube. And so we hear yeah. that. I just want to kind of you know up at at the jump here, make sure that we affirm that we understand that the uh, the desire if we're going to be live in any kind of form or fashion youtube is the preferred method to yeah and it it would it'd be fair bo to characterize this as kind of a band-aid kind of a stopgap yeah i think that's i think that's good um you know uh, i think uh there's there are benefits to kind of facebook um but yeah overall it it is really just kind of a a step on the path back to youtube and uh, it also because of 
you know, YouTube offers up the benefit that anybody and everybody can tune in. Uh, Facebook has the benefit of being a little bit more contained, uh, yeah. which is good at the moment because we got to work out the kinks. You know what I mean? So yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Even beforehand, I mean, like you know, you you heard me over the uh, the microphone. It kind of sounded like Han Solo, like no, 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 this one goes here, that one goes there. Like it's all <laughs> it's all a mess. But we're we're getting it together. And uh, you know, at the moment, I will say this: I don't know if this will be the case when we make it back to YouTube or not, or it might be for a short time, or, or who knows. But uh, the way that things are set up, we are for the for the first time, <laughs> I think, ever in a live capacity, in a true radio format. They they cannot see us. Uh, you know, Thank we, God. We, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you you wanted to clarify before. I was like, no, you're fine. You don't have to put pants on. You are okay. You can just, you know, we're, we're good. I know. I didn't powder my nose today. So that's, uh, that, that's, that's probably really good. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it is kind of funny. Just, uh, folk, knowing folks can hear our voice, but, uh, don't have to, to look at us. It, I guess it's more like a, uh, traditional podcast, which is, uh, primarily what we are. So that's good. That's probably, probably for the best. Now, this last yeah. past, uh, you know, the last past week, right? before the last episode went live we uh i actually got on 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 youtube and did a kind of a a talking head a a vlog um oh what have you done now i know well it was it was i really wanted to make sure that we got the word out about this big event that we've got coming up here and i thought you know what i need to make sure this makes it out to youtube and i had promised those that uh follow us that subscribe to our youtube channel that you know once things got settled here in texas i was going to crack open my frog on the log and enjoy it with uh with you know the friends across the internet and so it was a really nice right really nice little chat despite the fact that i was trying (laughs) to light my pipe into the wind but got to share the big news that of course episode Episode 300 of Country Squire Radio is upon us, and we are doing something very, very special, something that oh we've never gosh. done before. Yeah, and we really I, are. When I tell you that this is something that we have wanted to do for years, like this is something that we have wanted to do for years. We are taking <laughs> the show on the road all the way to Washington, Missouri, to the headquarters of none other than our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum, where they're celebrating their 150th anniversary. We're celebrating our 300th episode, and we want you to come along with us. Those of you who are able to, that is going to be May 13th at the yeah. headquarters of uh, Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, we we uh, you know we've been talking, and and you know we'll have more information as well but we want to make sure that we get a chance to do a meetup possibly that that sunday night before just because that uh gets the weekend crowd who who maybe not be able to get uh off on monday uh but yeah we we we've got a lot of uh, great stuff planned for this episode it's going to be a blast and we're just very honored uh that our friends at missouri Meerschaum are going to host us man for this big event I know, man. It, it, it's so beautiful because it coincides, obviously, with their 150th anniversary, and uh, they've got so much going on, which we'll, you know, talk about later in the show at our uh, our beloved Missouri Meerschaum, uh, you know, break. But um, man, it, we, we're really thrilled. I can't wait to get up there and just hang out with Phil, and um, man, get to see the factory for the first time, and uh, just kind of check out, you know, all the amazing history that's there. And uh, we really invite you to, to join us in that process. So it's gonna be a blast, man. It's gonna be good. You still got Betty, right? I do. I do still have okay. Betty. <laughs> all right. All right. Good. I got Veronica. So we're going to okay. bring Betty and Veronica, our microphones from when we yep. recorded in shop. Those no, are that's coming right. Out. It's going to be a blast. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. I'll have to clean the dog hair off mine, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it got as, dirtier in your house than the shop. That's, that's, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a feat. That's a feat. Bo would be horrified. We're talking about these like, what, 
I, how ex- I mean, like five hundred dollar microphones or something. They Bose, ain't cheap. Like, they ain't uh, cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's heart palpitates like when he hears that it's covered in dog hair. You know. So yeah, don't don't worry. We we'll we'll, we'll take good care of it. <laughs> That's good. That's good, man. All right. Well, good deal. Well, we wanted to put that out there. Also, you know, you mentioned of course that you're gearing up for Chicago this year and uh, yeah. for some fun stuff that's happening there. Yeah, man, I, I am so stoked about going to Chicago. It's next week, man. So we're uh, really thrilled. Uh, going to be flying out on Thursday. Uh, what is that? May 3rd, I believe. Or, I'm sorry, May 2nd. And then we'll be there through the 5th. And uh, man, just milling around. I'll be the guy that's trying not to draw too much attention because I'm shy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> man, I uh, look, forward to, look forward to meeting some of you folks. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Getting to see old friends, pipe carvers, folks in the industry, and uh, you know, fellow tobacconists. I'm just, uh, just really excited about that. That. So should be good. Um, man, uh, excited um, uh, for another reason. Obviously, for the past few weeks, we've uh, made sure to let everybody know about Operation Clean Smoke, which is a really cool collaboration between Briar Nation and the Briarville Pipe Repair and Restoration Company. And uh, man, hey, this is just awesome. So uh, all our friends at Briar Nation, we uh, know and love. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of listeners there and uh, dear friends. And so what they've they've paired up with uh, the folks at Briarville Pipe Restoration to do this operation clean smoke if you're at the chicago pipe show uh may 3rd through 5th uh show up they've got a booth there uh that's going to be so cool you're actually going to have the opportunity to get your pipe cleaned there on site and then also donate to the wounded warrior project that they're doing uh this this big event for them and so just uh, raising money and and awareness resources for um a, a incredible uh, you know nonprofit service that uh you know the wounded warrior project they just um it really are some of the uh, most servant-hearted people to our armed forces veterans and uh folks that have been affected by um you know their service uh, overseas i mean you got to think about the the incredible people that put their life on the line for our country our way of life and um and, and not just them but their families i mean we talk about their their you know putting their finances up their housing up their uh their way of life up everything kind of changes when you're in that world and then uh folks that uh do go overseas or, or, or elsewhere and, you know, uh, experience a traumatic event, man, this just uh, kind of helps with that in a lot of different ways. And so mental health and all kinds of, uh, of awesome resources for these um, fine people. So um, anyway, May, May 3rd through 5th at the uh, Chicago Pipe Show, it's going to be there at the front of the Mega Center. Go get your pipe cleaned, uh, buy some raffle tickets for some awesome giveaways, uh, and all that is going to go for the Wounded Warrior Project, again, from Briar Nation and Briarville uh, Pipe Restoration. So really excited, and I hope I see you around there. Excellent, man. And you're, of course, going to be uh, recording some uh, interviews and audio while you're there. I will. I will. I'm, I'm stoked about that. It's going to be good. Last year, I kind of whiffed on that. You know, it's like I was going to go up there and get a bunch of audio and then got tied up and didn't get any. But, uh, man, this year we're making a point. Yeah, yeah. So, had, had, a, uh, had a had a, had a few yeah. drinks, as they say. <laughs> no, you know, it, it, it stuff happens and you get uh, you get wound up. So, <laughs> but, no, man, it, we're, uh, we're thrilled. It's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. So. There's just so much going on in the pipe community right now. Chicago is the hub for that. You know, there we do have a big trade, uh, you know, show in Las Vegas every year, the IPCPR, uh, which, you know, you have pipe manufacturers at. Folks come from overseas and all that. But it, it doesn't have the energy of Chicago in that there aren't the consumers that are there that make mm-hmm. it fun you know that you don't have as many of the uh the artisan pipe carvers that we get and things of that nature and so man chicago's just great and again I, we we talk about it all the time but uh if you're a pipe enthusiast and have never been um make the trip once you'll you, you won't regret it 
Yeah, man. It's going to be a blast. And I uh, can't wait to hear all of the, uh, the wonderful discussions and just your experience from the show. So yep. uh, looking forward to that. Finally, of course, you know, we mentioned that uh, last week that the uh, cards for new club members are going out before the end of the month. That is still the case. That is definitely going to happen before the end of the month. Clock's uh, ticking, Bo. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. But I want to just, just remind you, of course, this is a good time to join if you have not done so already. My lateness is your reward from that standpoint. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's you, right. If you haven't, uh, haven't done so already. So there you go. And of course, man, we do actually have some great new members to the Country Squire Radio International uh, Pipe Club. Joining at the Squire le- level, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Gomez and Dean King's Land. Man, uh, did, you you got kind of close, right? I, yeah, I feel like that was actually fairly close. I, I thought maybe by yeah. emphasizing Kingsland as if it was two words, maybe that would uh, count for uh, getting it wrong. Um, yeah, I, I can do I can do better. Uh, <laughs> Stu even um, go go Gomez is really hard to mispronounce. Yeah, Gomez hey. Gomez and <sighs> Dean Kingsland. I'm sorry, it's Dean too Kingsland. Easy. No, you gotta I, give me I, something better to work with. I'm loving these straightforward names, man. We need more of these. Uh, just where's real, McLaughlin uh, and Buchanan? <laughs> I need, I need some, uh, <laughs> I need some letters that don't make sense. Man, I know it. Yeah, Stephen and Dean, we're so grateful, man. Joining at the Squire level, we've got a new Pilgrim too, right? That's right, man. Joining us at the P- Pilgrim level, Buck, 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 that's right. Buck Buchanan. Okay, There's my Buchanan. Buchanan. That's a good Scottish name, isn't it? Isn't that a solid... Uh, I think that's a Scottish name. That's uh, that's great. Buck, thanks so much, man. We are so thrilled. We've got a um, I, what may be a record number of folks uh, in the Country Squire uh, Inter- Radio International Pipe Club there on Patreon. And, that's right. Um, man, could not do this without you guys. I mean, it, it, it goes to obviously making this show happen. Any kind of extra uh, fun things we get to do along the way to you know enhance the quality of what we do you know it, it is all due to what you're doing there on on patreon supporting us and Bo and i are really grateful uh, again you know we we do it for fun and um man we're, we're just we're thrilled y'all are a big part of this so um thanks so much for signing up buck uh dean and steven we're we're, we're thrilled to have you yeah man uh if i'm not mistaken if i did the math right um I, or if i'm remembering correctly rather uh this is our 150th 151st and 152nd uh, members, uh, I think actually right down the line there. So Dude, that's pretty great. exciting stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. All right, man. So we got a fun topic to talk about tonight. We are reopening our study on pipe culture. Now, for those that have been listening for some time, you know that pipe culture is kind of our almost like sociological discovery of the pipe community that we all reside in. Uh, what are similarities? What are some differences? Are there kind of some similar uh, life experiences that all tie us together that kind of circle around the pipe? Uh, and, and are there also some contrasting things there as well? We've done things like, you know, what do you enjoy while you're enjoying your pipe? We've talked, uh, we had a whole series on pipe smoking archetypes. And when you kind of think of pipe smoking, like what are the characters, both fictional or otherwise, that you think of and those archetypical roles that surround that. And recently, we've started a new look in that pipe culture series on places. And man, I'm really, really excited for this this episode. It's one that I've had up on my kind of idea board for uh, several months now, and we finally got here. So I'm really, uh, yeah. really stoked to jump into it. We're man, you weren't talk- the only one excited about it. We got so much feedback, too. It's uh, and, and people were really passionate about this, which kind of kind of surprised me a little bit. It was great. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, as with any pipe culture episode, it is our opportunity of really kind of handing the mics over to you guys, uh, metaphorically speaking, of course. And so, you know, we gather up some feedback from the community. Uh, we get in these emails and in some subjects, it's like, OK, man, we got to, you know, we, we, we will have like some great feedback, but it'll all be kind of a string of a lot of different tweets. Uh, well, you know, lately, man, we've been getting essays in and, uh, you know, I've tried to uh, <laughs> condense a lot of these down as, as best as possible to make sure that we can get to as many as possible. Uh, even our last episode, we got a lot of feedback from folks saying like, hey, I really wish that uh, you would have read my email. And and really, we're, we're just we're trying to get as much in as possible. But the, the great thing is these do generate a lot of good ideas, a lot of great thoughts, and we're excited to share that on this episode of The Man Cave versus The Study. Now, before jumping into this, I do want to kind of make uh, kind of a disclaimer, so to speak, because, you know, at Country Squire Radio, we always want to big up our pipe-smoking sisters, right? There are yeah. ladies out there smoking their pipes, and we want to always make sure that we're, uh, you know, promoting them. But by definition, the man cave <laughs> versus the study is kind of like a, a male-centric discussion. So yeah, it- it is, but I mean, you know, I guess we could have, uh, or maybe we could even live here while we're doing this. I mean, can, can we can we put a slash she shed in there? <laughs> I like can, the she can, shed. Can, can can we put a can, can we can we have a like a, a, a kind of a, a soft slash and then that that parentheses she shed? I mean, I, you know, th- there's there's things that you know go on in those places too that you know men probably don't need to know about so you know the <laughs> let's just we'll, we'll, we'll throw a bone to the she shed <laughs> well i want to do one better than that man i want to open it up so any pipe smoking ladies out there if if there are some good female equivalents like educate us we want to know and uh, we would love to do kind of a uh revisit the topic from like a female centric mindset so again always up for be uh big upping the uh, pipe smoking ladies out there uh yeah and, but but this one's about to get really dude man you ready <laughs> okay so here we go first off i think this is really good kind of set yeah. stage here right so james foster a good friend longtime listener of the show uh says man cave versus study both study to unplug and relax but the man cave as a hobby or work and this idea yeah. of kind of both you know both of these things together they both have a place right like you know almost when we kind of put it out there we knew that the verses was really more of a uh, placeholder. I mean, an and really makes a lot more sense, but we do want to kind of compare and contrast. Yeah, it, it can. I think James, you know, it, it kind of neatly puts a couple different things in these different categories. You know, we talk about man cave versus study. So there are there are some overlaps there, but then we have some people that, you know, see these as a little opposed and do kind of sense, oh, well, this, this you know, activity goes better along in there. This one goes in there. And um, I don't know. I, I kind of sympathize with that. Well, I actually, I'm curious. Before we get a little bit, you know, too much deeper here, John, where where is your thoughts in terms of man cave versus study? Do you have kind of like some initial, like visceral reaction one way or the other? Man, absolutely. I I really do. Like I, you know, when I think of a man cave, okay, I I think of and get your thoughts ready because I'm about to ask you the same question. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, you're the one that just moved into a new house, so I'd I'd like to know, man. If I'm speaking for Bo, like, man, if my precious wife would let me, where on earth? and I had one room to dedicate to just whatever, what would, uh, what, what would I want more? But, um, <laughs> you know, in my own experience, like, man, the study is where it's at. Like I, you know, I, I kind of feel as someone that's a little more introverted and that deals with people almost like in a, you know, at the, at the shop 
uh, almost in a bar setting, you know, all day, every day. I'm just exhausted. Like, I, mm. I'm just emotionally give out. I mean, if you know me well, you know that, like, man, it, it's it, when I'm, you know, after I leave the shop, it's probably kind of hard to get in touch with me because I'm, I'm kind of checked out. And when I think of that, I think of the study. I think of the, of the beautiful uh, nature of just that that kind of resting place where, man, I'm surrounded by those uh, those those thick, dusty pipe smelling books <laughs> you know that uh man just make me so happy maybe a uh, maybe a warm hot you know mug of tea or a you know a great uh, single malt or a big glass of red wine or two or three um <laughs> and uh man you know just uh i don't i don't know when i think of that i think of my pipe right i, I think of uh man all those uh dusty books that are uh just stink of pipe smoke and that sweet uh, aroma you know and I, I don't know there's just something about that that makes me really happy you so uh, when I think of man cave, I, I do tend to think more of you know guys coming over watching football and uh, sharing a case of beer or something. And it's you can smoke your pipe then, obviously, right? I mean, people we do, and that's great. But for me, that sweet study where uh, I get to disconnect from all the insanity of the world, uh, you know, including any kind of TV, radio, all that stuff. It's like, man, put that aside. I'm in my safe space. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you know, so for me, you know, I think there's definitely an argument to be made that the pipe has a place in both. And we'll actually see yeah, as we course. go through this feedback that, you know, those those arguments are absolutely there. When I think of kind of the pipe, though, I do think of more of kind of a study type experience. Now, you know, you mentioned just kind of with the move and everything. I don't have a man cave or a study per se. Yeah, I don't, gotta, I don't either. Let me just clarify. I'm yeah. recording this. <laughs> I, I'm recording this right now in what will be my uh, infant child's nursery here yeah. in about, you know, six months. So that, <laughs> just that's to be the, very clear. The the once in future man cave of the right. the, the, the nursery. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've been definitely been there. But no, uh, you know, at the, at the house, I have like a home office and a studio. Um, cause I've got one room that's dedicated to the studio, which is where I am right now. And then I've yeah. got, uh, an office, uh, downstairs, which is really where I do kind of most of my, my work. And so, you know, I've got both of those. And when it comes to kind of like, like where I enjoy my pipe, I think this is absolutely like, you know, th- this kind of goes into our last discussion, but for me, my, my study equivalent is actually outside on our back porch. Um, just yeah. because it's a beautiful, beautiful back patio. It was actually when we were getting everything set up and unpacked, it was the first thing I really kind of put some time in getting right. Cause I was like, no, this is actually, this is where I'm going to be comfortable. This is where, yeah. you know, when all the craziness is going on inside the house and you know, you hear the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the iPad video games and kind of the the fighting over toys or whatever it may be. Uh, yeah. You know, while everything's going crazy inside the house, I can step outside back. It's, it's beautiful. It's quiet. We got the, the wind chimes and everything out there. Um, but to, to some extent, that's a place unto it, a uh, place unto itself that maybe might be worth a, a future uh, look as part of this. The porch. The yes. Porch. The porch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, man, I think for me though, it, uh, conceptually it's more about the study, but yeah. here's, here's the great thing. Like I said, there is an argument to be made. Of course, the pipe belongs in both. Now, Jay Freedy goes in and he actually breaks down kind of when, when he thinks about study versus man cave, kind of some things that come to mind. Uh, yeah. and I'll, do you want, do you want to run, run down these real quick? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, so, you know, he goes, uh, study kind of equates to white collar, uh, man cave, blue collar. We think of study as, uh, brandy and scotch. Uh, he thinks of, uh, you know, man cave as more of a, a beer and Jack Daniels, you know, kind of, <laughs> Uh, uh, study is uh, bookshelves. Man cave is a big HT TV, uh, you know, with the big sound system and all that stuff. Um, study is things like maps, paintings, antiques. Uh, man cave is a you know ball caps, neon beer signs, 
uh, a stuffed jackalope. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, hey, Jay Freedy. I think a jackalope could go in the study. Come on, man. I, I'm, te- I'm telling you, if you have a stuffed jackalope, I we we need we need evidence of that. But yes, um, yeah. If you have a live jackalope, that would be even better. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man. I. I think those are some fair, uh, you know. I, I, I do. I sense that. I, I or I, I sympathize with that. You know, all those different uh, kind of broad brushstrokes he he um, you know puts. Obviously, uh, maybe blue collar people also would you know have studies and things of that nature, and vice versa. But um, yeah, I, I get that. That I'm tracking with that. Yeah, this is true. I mean, like, but there is there is kind of a I think because of the perception of what the study is versus what the man cave is. And, you know, if you think about what resources you have into kind of putting into one or the other or potentially both. Um, yeah, I, I definitely get kind of the white collar, blue collar uh, assessment there. I mean, it it kind of speaks to not not. Uh, specifically or directly per se, but it kind of speaks to when we did the archetype of the farmer versus the aristocrat, right? Like we've kind of yep. looked at the the differences and the ways that they uh, enjoy their pipes or how we kind of visually perceive them. And we also kind of challenged some of those uh, stereotypes as well. And yeah, to some extent, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think even in this, while we may initially go to, you know, white collar study or blue collar man cave, I, that even, even that initial kind of, sensory experience of this is what I, what, what I visualize may come into question, may be challenged. Now, yeah, man, this is, this is great. So this next one comes in from uh, Mike listener, Mike, who kind of gives the benefits of both and uh, from his own kind of personal experience. So what did Mike have to say? Yeah, Mike M. He says, uh, man cave versus study. This is a tough one. My man cave is a detached garage. My wife has graciously allowed me to use both levels of this garage uh, as a man cave. Ooh, double decker garage. That's nice. What? That's uh, awesome. Whether I'm working on the Harley, also awesome, fixing up a custom cruiser bike or reloading ammunition upstairs, <laughs> my man cave is the way to detach pun intended, (laughs) from my work. Uh, Of course, uh, smoking my pipe uh, around a nice bike paint job or highly flammable ammunition is not advisable. (laughs) What type of man cave uh, would it be unless I was unable to enjoy my favorite hobby? Needless to say, I smoke my pipe in the man cave. My study, however, is inside my home. I pastor a couple of churches. Uh, Man, this person is really, Mike is really busy. Um, I pastor a couple of churches in small towns, and my home study serves as my workspace. My wife permits me to use my study as a place to smoke my pipe and store my tobacco. There's just something studious uh, about smoking a pipe while reading my Bible and surrounded by my library of 5,000 books. Uh, The fringe benefit of storing my pipes and tobacco in my study is it allows me to have meaningful conversations in that study. Uh, I'm sorry, it allows me to share the experience with my children. Before bed, I teach my kids the Bible. Bible, pray for them, and have meaningful conversations uh, in that space. Without fail, my girls request to smell and describe different tobaccos. My youngest son, five years old, loves to grab a pipe, sneak off to the corner, and puff away, not not lit, of course. <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, it all depends on what else I'm trying to accomplish while I'm smoking my pipe. If I'm getting my hands dirty in the garage, the man cave is where it's at. If I'm contemplating or preparing a sermon, the study is where it's at. Uh, where's the best place, best place to smoke my pipe? Uh, whatever I want to accom- accompany my smoking, uh, that's the best place for me. And that's from listener Mike. So uh, yeah, great, great feedback. Yeah, listener Mike, the pipe smoking Harley riding pastor with yeah. five thousand books. 
Yeah, no, that's right. Who who reloads <laughs> his own ammunition? Yeah, I, I you know, yeah. <laughs> I think M- Mike M. His last name is not MacGyver, but <laughs> but but it could awesome. be. But, but it, it could, could be. be. Yeah, it could be. Uh, excellent, man. So you know, there there is you know, Mike kind of shares from his own experience, kind of having having access to both. Uh, now this is great. Mark actually he goes uh, Mark VV, longtime listener, of course, of the show and, and good friend, uh, says you know that they that while you know they can be pipe places. Uh, are they actually both universally seen as park, uh, pipe places? He kind of challenges that notion a little bit. What did Mark yeah, have to say? Interesting. Yeah, interesting take from Mark. So in my humble opinion, there's no real comparison. The man cave is a sacred place to be sure, but is it a place for a pipe? Nah. Video games, pool tables, tacky neon lights, uh, maybe a keg or beer fridge, uh, cigars for sure, a TV for sports, man cave. But it's almost indistinguishable from a bachelor pad, but women aren't allowed. (laughs) Uh, That's another episode for the study for the she shed, right, Mark? (laughs) Uh, But the study, ah, yes, the refined gentleman's habitat. Uh, Pipes and tobaccos and cigars, probably some fancy boutique ones or padrones. Uh, Wood or leather furniture, maybe a fireplace place, maybe not. Uh, Rye whiskey, bourbon, brown water, uh, definitely a bookshelf, a globe somewhere, taxidermy animal heads if you're into hunting. Uh, (laughs) When it comes to pipes and premium tobacco, the study wins hands down. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. You know, we... It, I, I I definitely understand what you're tracking at. Like, as Mark is like me in that, you know, we both smoke pipes and cigars. And a lot of times I'll smoke a cigar if I'm in a uh, kind of a different environment. You know, if I'm if I'm uh, very active, uh, you know, at the shop or something, I might uh, moving back and forth a lot. I might smoke a cigar because it's a little less, um, you know, cumbersome. But my pipe is for my real, you know, sacred safe time, right? My my special time when I am uh, get to focus and, and more comp- contemplative. And so I think Mark is kind of splitting those things up a little bit, which um, which is fair, you know. We, we do have a lot of pipe smokers that, man, their favorite thing is to watch that football game, drink their favorite, you know, cheap beer, uh, crank the music up loud and light up that pipe. And so, you know, I think we're going to have folks that, uh, you know, that are going to let those kind of bleed over. Well, and, you know, I think Mark gives a great example of, of the, you know, the taxidermy belonging in both. So, so there you go. <laughs> Just really excited about somewhere along the line, this taxidermied uh, jackalope, uh, you know, surfacing. I, I, we really need to work on that. No, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, that, that's, you know, now, of course, that's Mark's opinion. Uh, Jason Naff actually kind of flips the script a little bit uh, and actually gives more weight to the cave over the study. Uh, yeah. Man, and I love this. This is, uh, the, the, you know, I got to say, before we jump into this and just to kind of compliment those that have come before already. This is such. This series is such like a uh, sensory kind of experience, right? You, you visualize all of this as you're thinking about, you know, that idealized man cave or that idealized study, and uh, and I just love it. And uh, Jason's, as you're about to see, man, it, it speaks to my heart, man. What did Jason have to say? <laughs> Jason, good friend, obviously of us and in, in the show. Uh, I'd have to say I prefer smoking in a man cave over a study, primarily because I've never lived in a home with a study, although I do like the sound of it. I'd love to have a room dedicated to my favorite books along with the Bible study resources I've accumulated over the years. I can imagine sitting in a nice leather chair by the fireplace in the study, reading some fantasy fiction or maybe a good commentary, while all while smoking a nice bowl of Northwest Trek from the Country Squire. But 
I can't do that since I don't have a study. <laughs> what I do have is far better. I have an awesome man cave lovingly created for me by my wife and six daughters. Yes, uh, Jason is is uh, the only man in the house of, uh, of seven people. He goes on to say, uh, they surprised me last year when I had to travel for work on my birthday. I came home to a completely remodeled garage. They painted the walls, one of my favorite shades of green, sealed the floor, and decorated the walls with nautical-themed paintings, several of my girls are quite the artists. Uh, maps of Narnia and other fantasy lands, many cool pipe-related pics. They added oil fishnets for accent, a model pirate ship, uh, all of my favorite pipe-smoking stickers now proudly displayed on the man cave's refrigerator door, <laughs> a small wood stove replica heater, uh, and many more odds and ends to make it feel like a captain's quarter in a pirate ship. Uh, they sounded that they surrounded my favorite leather reclining chair with other great seating so that I can have friends over. They added a neat hand-finished wood shelf, wooden shelf to complement my beer fridge, adorned with my favorite whiskey bottle collection and other cool odds and ends, and and of course, there's a TV so we can just we can cast YouTube when Bo and John David return to video format. <laughs> this has not only become my favorite place to smoke a pipe, but it has truly become a sanctuary where I can sit back, relax, and just for a while not take myself or my problems too seriously. Man, I can slip away for a bit to become a mischievous scallywag with the coolest crew of lady pirates you ever saw. And that's from our buddy Jason. <laughs> Jason. That is, Wonderful that is, man cave. That is incredible. <laughs> like, you know, as I'm reading this, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is... Okay, how jealous are we, right? <laughs> and and number two, how many of our listeners are going to get their wives to just happen to listen to this show or have this one on the background just to maybe right. plant a seed, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, baby, if you really wanted to serve me and do something kind, you know, I don't know, yeah, just say, wait, wait, listen to this episode. Maybe there's a, there's something uh, something on here you may want to consider. Yeah, that that's incredible. I can't imagine like coming back from a trip like that and having an entire space just dedicated with all kinds of cool sweetness that is so great what i love man is that that uh you know jason in 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 so describing his man cave he also kind of pushes back some of the notions that we saw even earlier in this episode you know the, the yeah. concept of you know just like uh, the taxidermy was questioned that was uh, was kind of put, <laughs> put a notice last last one here we've got the maps showing up in the man cave so a lot of the way that we yeah. kind of perceive these different uh, uh realms there's, there's a lot of more bleed over i think than we really realize until we actually take the time to kind of look into what that experience is for different folks, yeah. uh, which again, and uh, you know, Hey, listen, anything that's piratey, I'm all for, I've got an entire, um, I can't, I, I don't want to call it a library because you know, after, uh, uh that's too, know, that's too, uh, uh, fancy <laughs> well it not it, i don't mind the fanciness it's just after uh, pastor mike's uh, uh entire five thousand book library me saying i got one shelf dedicated to pirate books and that's my library is a little <laughs> you know a little lame by comparison but uh, regardless this definitely spoke to me jason by the way are you playing sea of thieves Be become a squire scallywag we, we want you uh <laughs> just throwing that out there. uh all right man um so to kind of to kind of wrap things up and kind of close close things out um we got an email this it was an email that was actually sent in for our last one that we weren't able to get to but there's a lot of portions of the email that really speak to uh, yeah. really kind of this topic. And this is coming in from listener Nelson. Uh, he's a he's a proponent for any opportunity to smoking indoors and encourages the creation of a space like a cave or a lounge or whatever really you can make. Uh, and he says, 
carve out a room or area in your house that you call yours and is heated. Uh, for us, that would need to be cooled. Uh, if you have to use the basement or the attic, fix it up, make it a place that you can be proud to smoke in. Invest a little money and put in a decent air purifier and use it. So the idea is that, you know, whatever that space is, be it man cave yeah. or otherwise, creating that space that you can enjoy comfortably. And I think to really hammer this home, uh, he also included a quote from uh, Thomas Chandler Halliburton. And I believe we've actually read this quote before on the show, but it's it's worthwhile reading again. Uh, like I said, just as a way to kind of uh, kind of highlight the importance of, of taking that time, creating that space and enjoying your pipe. Uh, John David, will you, uh, yeah. will you read that one? Yeah, the quote, uh, Thomas Chandler Halliburton uh, says, The fact is, Squire, the moment a man takes takes to a pipe, he becomes a philosopher. It's the poor man's friend. It calms the mind, soothes the temper, and makes a man patient under difficulties. It has made more good men, good husbands, kind masters, indulgent fathers than any other blessed thing on this universal earth. Wow. And that, and, and Nelson says happy smoke. Of course, Nelson, a good friend of, uh, of the show, longtime uh, listener. And man, that is, that is fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, inspiration and, um, and wisdom. You know, I, th- I think part of what he's getting at here, Bo, is the, the incredible, uh, blessing of, of making your, your smoking space comfortable yeah so you can go to it regularly you know when, when it's when we're a slave to the weather uh to smoke our our pipe outside or, or whatever you know then then it can't really become part of our ritual right it, it's it's harder right it's it's harder if we are a slave to the weather to for it to become part of our uh, daily or you know weekly whatever uh year-long ritual and so you know nelson he's like man just make this uh make it comfortable make it comfortable comfortable, um, you know, make it a place that you can be proud to smoke in. And I, I, I don't know if you're able to do that. I think, uh, I think he hit the nail on the head. Well, I got to tell you, man, there's going to be a place coming up really, really soon here that I'm very proud to smoke in. Wow. Yep. And of course I'm talking yep. about our visit, <laughs> our live show coming up very soon with our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Yeah, man, we're going to Washington, Missouri. It's going to be awesome, dude. I know we're so, so excited. Uh, this is something, uh, like Bo said at the top of the show, we've been, uh, really stoked about for, for literally years now. And, uh, man, I just, just so thrilled. One of the, one of the exciting things, uh, that they've done this year for their hundred and hundred and fiftieth anniversary, which just still blows my mind, uh, is is create a, a new pipe. It's a limited edition pipe, and uh, and it's a pipe that uh, man people have been begging for a long time. And when I get to when you and I get to go to um, Missouri Meerschaum, uh here in a month, we'll uh, we'll get to see this for the first time because I haven't gotten my hands on one yet. But uh, man, it is the bully. 2019 uh, they say Ooh. let the dogs out <laughs> it's it's so exciting man because um you know f- decades ago missouri Meerschaum uh made a bulldog shaped corn cob corn cob pipe they're really popular but the thing is is these are hard very difficult to make and they also because of you know the manufacturing process and just plain physics they uh can be a little tedious to maintain and things of that nature so for years uh missouri Meerschaum didn't make any of those well they 
have, you know, just to appease those of us that have wanted one so bad, <laughs> they are cracking it back open, man, pulling it back out of their catalog, and they've got the Bully 2019, which is just a beautiful corncob pipe, man. Um, we are so thrilled uh, about it. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled to see it. Um, it is it is currently out of stock, but you need to be hitting the refresh button on uh, Missouri Mearsom's webpage every single day because it could uh, it, it'll it'll be back. It's just a beautiful pipe. I'll read a little bit about it here. Many of you would say it's about time to celebrate our 150th anniversary this year and to acknowledge the many requests from our loyal fans. We are excited to reintroduce the first in a limited edition series of Bulldog-style corncob pipes. The first in the series, the Bully 2019, has a square shank, an amber plastic stem, uh, comes with a filter, and is available in straight in it with a straight shank. Uh, the top of the shank is imprinted with 150 years, in, and our antique yellow label is affixed to the bottom of the shank. It's just it, it's a it's a beautiful pipe bow because they've spent a lot of time not just on the square shanked bulldog, you know, uh, kind of typical bulldog shank portion, but on the actual bowl, this corn cob, uh, the cob itself that's been formed into the bowl, it's got those really nice uh, beveled edges that just, uh, you know, evoke, uh, you know, as soon as you look at it, it's a, it's a bulldog. It's got that, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, characteristic line around the rim and uh, man, it's just really good looking. So um, anyway, uh, again, go to corncobpipe.com, keep hitting refresh on that page and uh, man, uh, eventually they're going to come out with some more, but uh, we wanted to to announce that uh, because it's just a really exciting thing that they've uh, they've come out with uh, you know to, to yield to our all their loyal fans and uh, and we're grateful they did yeah and if you have one be sure to smoke it this week take a picture when you do send it in to us we love tweeting those out to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that we appreciate them for sponsoring this show pipe question of the week. All right, Matt, we got a great pipe question of the week coming in from KT. Here is what KT has to say. It says, hey, guys, I love the show, and I'm looking forward to making the pilgrimage from Arkansas this summer. I've nice. got a good buddy who wants me to teach him how to smoke a pipe. I'm excited to do it. I've got him a tamper and a Missouri Meerschaum to start him off with. I also plan on giving him some samples from my cellar to take home with him. Uh, but here's my question. What genre of tobacco do you recommend starting someone off with? I mostly smoke English and Virginia blends. Nightcap is my favorite, and I know better than to start him off with that. Thanks for the great <laughs> show. And lastly, JD, I was so excited to hear that you're going to be a dad. Having a child is the greatest joy I've ever known. Congrats. And again, that is from listener KT. Yeah, man, dude. Thank you so much, KT. I, I appreciate it. We were we were really thrilled, brother. And uh, my, by the way, Mama's healthy, and we find out the gender next week. So we were, uh, we're really really stoked, man. Are y'all gonna yeah, do something gonna crazy? Be, like, are you gonna get fun. like some different colored tobacco that'll like produce we're, different color smoke or something <laughs> like that for the reveal? We're, we're not, man. We were joking about that. Like, I, you know, it, it's so funny. People do these gender reveal things now, and they really are cool. There, it's it's neat to see the creative stuff that uh, folks come up with. But my wife and I were like, you know what? I think we're just gonna sit there next to the monitor and let the <laughs> let the nurse like tell us and you know and uh, and 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 kind of go from there. You know, I, I don't oh, know. We're gonna fun. be a little old fashioned about this. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, KT, great, uh, great question. I'm so glad you're getting a, a a dear friend into smoking the pipe. And you know, I kind of have gone back and forth on this over the years as this question has come up. I 
uh, generally, I, I would not smoke. I would not start someone out with an English blend. I just think the uh, flavor is is so distinct um, that that probably is not the not the right uh, tobacco to start them out on. It, eventually, they may work themselves there and they may fall in love with them. But you know, the the flavor again is so distinct. When people think of pipes uh, and, and have no you know experience smoking them, they do think of something that has a sweeter aroma to it. Uh, you know, we think of those cherry and vanilla and you know all those blends. And so, um, you know, a mild aromatic uh, tends to be what I point people to mostly nowadays. Uh, maybe a soft Virginia with, uh, uh, you know, some some nice more matured Virginias in there, maybe a mixture with some unflavored Cavendish. But but really what most people are going to enjoy, I think, uh, you know, as far as the the balance of burnability and, um, you know, um, ease, ease on the tongue, but also flavor and aroma uh, is just a mild uh, aromatic that's not cased too heavy. Heavily. And so I think why so many people do smoke tobaccos like like a Lane 1Q, you know, if people go to that because it's, uh, you know, it, it, it is cased at course Lane 1Q, it's, it's got a pretty generous, you know, casing on there, but um, but it's not super syrupy and it, and it burns cool and, um, it, you know, it makes the room smell nice and that type of thing. Um, at the Squire, we have a couple of blends that are good sellers with us. Uh, our, our best seller, of course, is Cherokee. Uh, Cherokee was the our answer to Lane 1Q. One Q. It's a uh, uh, a blend that we make in house that uh, is much. If you took Lane One Q and sucked out a lot of the uh, aroma and made it just a, kind of a sweet tobacco flavor, that would be Cherokee. It's a great one to start on because it uh, burns really uh, cool uh, down to a nice ash, and but also still makes the room smell nice. Uh, our, our blend Black and Tan also is great because it uh, burns really cool and is just really mild. Uh, so it, you know any tobacco like that 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 tends to be mild uh, and easygoing, um, you know I, I think would be a good uh, I think would be a good start. You know, it maybe maybe initially steer clear of some blends that um, that are more on the syrupy side. Try to find those blends that are a little drier, but not not too dry. So just a mild aromatic, I think is uh, I think will be the the ticket. That's good. And of course, this is a great question, KT. Thanks so much for sending this in. And if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it into us. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions, of course, brought to us by some wonderful, wonderful Country Squire Radio goodness. That's right. I'm talking about the Country Squire Radio shirts available at thecountrysquireonline.com. Uh, check them out. We got the Squire Scallywag shirt. To, the best thing to wear when your wife and daughters convert your entire uh, garage <laughs> into your own personal captain's quarters. Join the Squire Scallywags and represent accordingly. Uh, it's an awesome shirt. I know Jason's actually already got his because I saw him post that to the uh, the, yeah, the club yeah. lounge. Um, also, we've got the uh, wonderful This Is Not a Pipe shirt or This Is Not a Podcast shirt, a play off of the This Is Not a Pipe uh, uh, the I guess painting. Uh, yeah, it's a, the it's called the if, if I'm remembering correctly, it's called the treachery of images. Right it's from uh, from the 1920s. Yep, <laughs> we made this wonderful reference to something that I can never quite remember. Uh, no, you know what's funny, Bo, is these great shirts that we've been selling uh, a lot of them, which is we're really honored and, and so glad people are enjoying them. But um, you know, at, thinking about our topic today, the the this is not a podcast shirt kind of lends itself more towards the. Uh, the study, I think, mm, right? Okay and, okay, and then the and then the uh, the Squire Scallywag shirt might lend itself a little more towards the the man cave, maybe. Especially ah. if you're playing, uh, especially if you're playing Xbox with, uh, you know, your, uh, your what's your game, your Sea of Thieves, sea of or whatever. Thieves, so, that's right, yeah. 
Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's a parallel there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Well, be sure to gear up, especially with Chicago right here on the horizon. Uh, represent accordingly. If, if you're wearing one of these shirts when you meet John David Cole, uh, I guarantee uh, we will gift you with a personalized selfie right then and there. <laughs> Free of charge. Uh, all right, man. You ready for this? Yep. All right. So these are coming in from Rob Forbes, who says, uh, okay, here we go. We got three of them. Got to make them count. Yeah. All Glasses right. or contacts? All right contact lenses i look i wear glasses occasionally but i doggone it i you know i just my contact lenses i just make things clear and easy with my glasses i'm constantly having to take them off and like you know wipe them down and stuff and i just you know i can't my peripheral vision just sucks and i just man contacts 12 times out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, uh, I, you know, the Lord has not blessed me with uh, stature. Uh, he's not, he's not blessed me with uh, the ability to say names correctly or even spell or, uh, uh, you know, write in the English language. This was not something that I was, I was gifted with. However, I was born and still maintained with 2020 vision. So I have never once, despite the fact oh, that I tortured my eyes with video games and computers my entire life, <laughs> uh, I've never once needed uh, glasses. Now that being said, my wife, uh, who, who does have a, a fantastic mind and, uh, you know, a, a beautifully appropriate stature and, <laughs> and can spell <laughs> and, and can spell. Yes. <laughs> uh, she, she needs these like Coke bottle glasses in order to see, uh, yep. that, that being said, she can make those look really good, but I'm, I'm going to say just, uh, the contacts from someone who, uh, who enjoys looking directly into my wife's eyes, uh, as yep. opposed to through Coke bottles. That's, uh, Did I? Yep. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Yep. Uh, Netflix or Amazon prime. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Amazon Prime. This is a recent recent conversion that I've Ooh. made. I, you know, I, I just got Amazon Prime a year ago or so, and I've just recently started diving into more of those, uh, more of the content, video content and stuff on there. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of over Netflix. Like, I, you know, you just everything you watch on there. <laughs> so millennial. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I know. Well, I, I guess guilty is charged. But like, right, man, every right, right. time I get on dog on Netflix, it's like, OK, what two star movie am I going to watch now? You know, right, right. <laughs> it's like, I'm, oh, I'm bored. Let me look on Netflix and see what's available. OK, well, you know, two star, two and a half star, three star. And you watch a movie and you're like, well, maybe I'll like it. Other people didn't like it. Maybe I'll like it. And you're like, yeah. I didn't really like it. <laughs> well, and you know, so, I don't know if you saw this. Have you seen what Disney's doing with Disney Plus? No, I, I'm not even familiar with that. They are about to wipe Netflix off the face of the earth. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I mean, like one way yeah. or the other, they've got they've got all the Marvel, all the Star Wars. Um, oh wow! Like I think the Simpsons just switched over. <laughs> like it's. Oh, I had no idea. That's it, a big deal. It's a huge deal. It is a massive deal. So I think uh, yeah. now, if if I was if I was at Netflix right now, I would be super nervous. Yeah. But between these two, I'm I'm kind of with you, man. I I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily over Netflix because Netflix Kids is actually really really nice. Again, you, okay, things okay. Are about See, to these are the things you. I need to know. I'm not familiar <laughs> with this kind of stuff. Yeah, they've got like a kids mode that is is really good. Um, I still vet everything that the kids watch, but. Uh, it's it's nice to kind of have it all collected so that even with Amazon Prime, because we've got like, you know, we've got if they go into our Amazon Prime account, we got, you know, Pokemon and uh, Zootopia and, and Coco. But then like they'll they'll come through it and they'll be like, uh, you know, Daddy, what's Game of Thrones? You're like, what, 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 what is that lady doing right there? Like, no, no, it's just, just quit. 
skip skip through that. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some of it, like, uh, you know, uh, what's another one? Black Sales. We've got black, so both Game of Thrones and Black Sales are not through Amazon Prime, but I bought the seasons on Amazon Prime, so they show up with the same Amazon Prime content. And so from, a, from an adult standpoint, if I didn't have kids, I would say Amazon Prime every time. But as a family home, Netflix yeah. actually has as a the benefit of being able to create those different experiences. So okay, okay. I'll, I'll well, lean towards Netflix until Disney again wipes them off the face of the planet, which is coming. British crime dramas or American? One imagines American crime dramas. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know of a British crime drama, so I guess I have to go with American by default. I mean, and and when I think of those, I think of like uh, what, like uh, Criminal Minds and Law and Order and that oh, kind of interesting. stuff. I, okay. Yeah, I, I love those kind of shows. So, I, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. I don't know of any British uh, versions, though. No, we did. Hold on. Yeah, what Sherlock. was that show? We, uh, Sherlock. We watched that show, Broadchurch. Uh, Nina and I uh, watched the show we found on, uh, it was Netflix or uh, a Prime or something, but we called it, it was called Broadchurch. I think it was, it's a uh, a, uh, a British uh, BBC uh, crime drama. It was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I don't know. I think those hold their hold their weight. Okay, I, you know the funny thing is, I read this not as television shows. I actually read it as movies. But you're right; it probably is talk about uh, television shows. Because I was thinking like you know The Godfather and uh, like American Gangster. And, oh, and those kind of things. okay. Um, in which case, American all the way. I, from a yeah, from a television series standpoint, I actually don't watch a lot of crime dramas. But yeah, like, I, like CSI and that kind of stuff does not interest me at all. But I did watch Sherlock and I loved that show. So I guess I'll go British okay. for that standpoint. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So TV, British, film, American. There you go. Uh, <laughs> wonderful, Rob. Thank you so much for these quick fire questions. Uh, be sure, by the way, if you've got some quick fire questions for us, send those in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, we got some uh, some live listener feedback. We mentioned at the top of the show we, we've been uh, kind of using Facebook Live this particular episode as a kind of a way to to, to work our way towards uh, returning to YouTube. And uh, so far, it's been kind of a, a nice surprise, it looks like, for a lot of folks. Uh, let's see. We had um, uh, some different folks were saying like, hey, didn't know y'all were going to be live and just happened to be on Facebook. In fact, Owen Buster Knowles says, uh, hi, guys, I just happened to be on Facebook when I got the notice that you guys were live with a nice smiley emoji. Uh, in terms of <laughs> the fact that they can't see us, but they can hear us, Ryan uh, Smith is actually uh, saying this is great. Whatever hides the freshly shaven bow from our eyes. <laughs> I do want to I do want to. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy out there. There is a, a perception right now that I am rocking a, a fresh shaved face this is not the case yes my facebook profile was recently updated with a more you know clean shaven look but that was just the most recent headshot professionally taken headshot that i had it, it okay i i am actually quite bearded at the moment uh yeah let's see also uh <laughs> owen uh, also shares that he's got his cobbit dwarf pipe in the mail which is going to complete his cobbit collection that is quite a feat right now uh we've nice. got Manny uh, says saying he is listening from uh, Israel and is uh, f- has been following for quite some time and uh, yeah says the the show is great. That's um, wonderful. Jimmy Smith giving John David a shout out saying that he's looking forward to seeing you in Chicago. Uh, yeah, man, love that guy. It'd be good to see you, Jim. Joseph is saying that he's tuning in from San Antonio. That's like not not even an hour away. That's awesome. Uh, an hour away from me. That is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of great comments going on too about uh, the porch. It sounds like the porch is definitely the next uh, a subject that we need to cover in this kind of pipe smoking places series. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because 
you know, much like the man cave and the study have kind of different perceptions based on what your personal experience has been and kind of what the, the way that you picture that in your mind, the porch probably represents something very different to a lot of different people as they're cascaded yeah. all across you know the world, but especially here in, in the United States, because to some, the porch is a cold place. To others, the porch is a very hot place. And to Ooh, some- that's interesting. It's yeah. just right. So, you know, I'm really kind of curious to see where wow, people think are about that. that. That's yeah, that's great, Bo. I like that. That's that's cool. Yeah. So it, it should be uh, it should be interesting to dive into. But you know, one of the things that, of course, we always love doing with the series is diving into the feedback that we've gotten. You know, apologies. I know so many of you sent in some great uh, things and, yeah. and wonderful essays. You know, we don't not read something out of any kind of spite or anything like that. It's just a lot of content. And we want to try to make sure that each uh, kind of each each mindset is represented. And, and so we try to kind of gather from that standpoint. Um, but don't want to discourage you from sending in thoughts and for future pipe culture episodes. Always love getting those in. And a big shout out to everybody who uh, who we were able to read from and for those that weren't uh, this episode. But um, yeah, I always, always love doing this series. And uh, we, that's we, great. Yeah, we love hearing from the people, man. In fact, we want the people to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. And of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio. Of course, all that's on Twitter, but all of those links and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com. And eventually, I promise, we will be back to YouTube. But uh, we were broadcasting today at facebook.com slash countrysquireradio. So shout out to everybody who's able to join us. Um, You know, I know at this point, this is where you want me to say we'll be returning at the same time next week. But you got to remember, John David's about to skedaddle (laughs) off to Chicago. So we're about to have a, a hopefully... Uh, y'all, y'all hold them accountable. I, I certainly will be. Uh, hopefully, we're about to have a lot of great content from Chicago to share with you in, in these upcoming episodes as we gear up to our 300th episode. And so, um, yeah, should be a, should be a blast. And John David, we're all counting on you, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you no, affirm I'll, that everything's gonna be fine and you're gonna. Yeah, no, but Bo, everything's gonna be great. Yeah, man. yeah, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, between now and then, I'm going to learn how to use this uh, Android device that I own now, and, <laughs> and all the recording features on it, and uh, you know, make sure that that I've got it down. I'm going to think space about on your phone. Yeah, I think about all the people that I want to talk to, make a hit list of that, and, which direction uh, the microphone faces. Yeah, all all that. Where you know, the power I, yeah. button is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this phone. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. Wait, well, hey, man, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I had fun. It was great, man. So glad uh, so many of our friends could join us when we were completely unannounced. And uh, man, this is uh, this was great. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. been listening to country squire radio a member of the pottery network for more information on this and other shows please visit pottery.com oh, oh, oh.